the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let's get it on. Welcome back to the Mike Boyle Wrestler Show. I'll tell you this, Scott. You better hope I don't die because then you'll be the ugliest guy in town. <laughs> and so, anyway, uh, he can take a joke. He can take a joke. So, anyway, Mike Boyle here, host of the restaurant shows. It is Sunday, December 4th. I am at the Black IP in Castle Rock, exit 184 and I-25. Go north, go south, get off at 184. And come on over by the factory outlets. Ladies, I know you know where the factory outlets are. We're right next to the factory outlets. Come on by. Uh, You know what? Get yourself a nice chicken fried chicken, a nice pot roast, $10 each. Dine in or take out. I'll give you the phone number if you want to phone in your order here in just a moment. It is a benefit for, it is not a requirement that you support TAPS to get the special. It is very simply an opportunity for us to let you know about this wonderful organization. If you're not familiar with the TAPS, T-A-P-S, that is what is played at the funeral when a service member dies and goes to the great beyond. Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors is an organization that supports the surviving families. You can look them up on Charity Navigator. On Charity Navigator, they will have one of the highest ratings of any charity, not any veteran charity, any charity in the country. They have a very low administrative fee. The families that they support do not pay for the services because these folks have already paid. So anyway, if you'd like to come on down, we'd love to have you. I do have a camo hat under the TAPS banner. If you'd like to throw a couple bucks in, if you'd like to throw a gift card in, we're having a big Christmas party for them on December 13th at Louis Pizza in Castle Rock. Hello, bless your heart. Thank you. What is your name, ma'am? Kathleen. Kathleen, and who's this? Mike. Mike. Kathleen and Mike, thank you so much. And these these ladies are survivors. They're members of the Taps family. Kathleen just brought us a gift certificate, and I just thought I'd introduce you. Thank you so much. Mike. All right. And and this is her husband, Mike. They brought us a gift certificate. All right. So, anyway, love to have you come on down. This is just one more of these things. That we try not to make it so that we ask you for a lot here on the Mike Restaurant Show. You know, of course, you do the baseball equipment for the kids in the Dominican Republic, for the kids in Mexico. We do school drives, equipment drives on occasion. But you know what? There's a lot of people pulling on you. There's a lot of people that want your money. But one of the nice things about this, 82 families, 232 people, and every one of them will get gift cards from you. 
that you've purchased, to Walmart, Amazon, that you've given me money to go purchase, and restaurants have gotten involved tremendously as well. So anyway, this is the last day we're going to do it. Um, hey, if you call me up next week, if you send me an email next week, I'm going to be at Danny Cash's sauce, hot sauces next Saturday. I've already had uh, Larry and Kathy tell me they're going to drive down and give me some gift cards, but let's take a break. We've got more to talk about on the restaurant show. All right, 13 minutes after 11 o'clock on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Happy to have you aboard. We are broadcasting live from the Black IP in Castle Rock. Scott and Darlene drove up from Colorado Springs. Some members of I'm don't put that in your mouth, Rosie, because I'm going to ask you a question. And you know what? Don't get in a talk. Don't get in a talking contest with this young lady because you'll lose. Her name her name is Rosie, and she is one of the people that comes to the Restaurant Show Book Club. It's been a wonderful, wonderful addition. She's here with a couple of her dear friends, Sarah and Lisa. Put in a plug for the book club and how enjoyable it is. Oh, it's one of the best things I have done in many years, and I love all the ladies. They're wonderful. And some of the men that show up. <laughs> Rarely. It's, I, I've learned that book clubs are more female-oriented yes. than male-oriented. But we meet at the uh, View House. We're not meeting in December. We meet the third Wednesday of the month. That'll be January 18th. So I'll be in Mexico the 10th to the 17th. I'll come home, get a good night's sleep, and I'll be at the View House on the 18th. And uh, we've had authors like Colin O'Brady joined us. He wrote the book, The Impossible First. We had Lisa Maranzino, her book, Happiness on the Blue Dot. Uh, William Maz, uh, Bucharest Dossier. And one of the nice things I think about it, Rosie, is because I, I had no idea. Um, I'm learning that, you know, most book clubs have some sort of commonality. Maybe your church or your neighborhood or your bridge group, something like that. Well, we've got people coming from Colorado Springs to Thornton, so it had to take a little bit different form. Rather than doing a pot uh, luck at somebody's house, we do it at a restaurant where people can order off the menu. But one of the things that I think gives our book club a nice little different feel is having the authors. Oh, yes. It's amazing. I was so impressed with the... Once, even after we read the books, and but when we meet the authors, that's when it gets exciting. The young man that did the impossible, he went across Antarctic, Antarctic by himself. Outrageous. <laughs> Outrageous. And he and his wife did uh, climb Mount uh, Everest twice, mm -hmm. and now they're having a baby, and I think it's wonderful. To just know what the author, what they're like, who they are. I'm having lunch tomorrow at a restaurant in Boulder called Sherpa's Adventure Restaurant. And it's owned by a guy named Pemba Sherpa. He's Nepalese. And he was a Sherpa, oh my migrated God. to the United States. He's got a book out called Bridging World. Somebody's going to get that at our book club on January 18th. He would love to be on the show, but but we've seen the movie Everest. I, I You know what? I've done 14ers here in Colorado. My daughter and I climbed Kilimanjaro. 
but Empress is a bridge too far. But one of the things that I like going back to the impossible person, Colin O'Brady, is he said that everybody needs to have an Everest in their life. It's not necessarily the mountain, but I thought that that was a very poignant comment. Very, very poignant. I mean, we are, myself, now, I, Lisa and I, my friend here, have done so many things from our bucket list together. We've gone to Europe. We did Route 66. We are enjoying life, and we are having fun doing it. Well, I, you know what, Sturgis, we've already booked for next season at Sturgis again. Oh God, a couple of Harley chicks gonna go, gonna go up to your you, Sarah. You know what? I tell you this, I'm a big believer that you gotta live your life every day. What's that country song that says "Live like you're dying"? Because you know what? You never know when it's going to happen, so you have to live every single day like it's the last day of your life. Let me let me ask Lisa a question here. You two did Route 66. You were gone for two weeks. You drove on out to California. You made a big loop. You saw a whole bunch of different stuff. Did you got lost? Of course. Did you ever get tired? Of Rosie talking on the whole two road trip. The only place was when we were uh, Winslow, Arizona, and she kept singing that song. <laughs> you know what? This is what you miss when you don't come to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, meal deals, book club, go on our trips to Mexico. We always have a wonderful, wonderful time. That's going to be the next thing. I'm going to get you ladies on a trip to Mexico, and I'm going to see how you act, Rosie, after you've had a couple shots of tequila. Oh, you don't want to see that. Uh, let me put it this way. Jose has been a friend of mine for many, many, many years. <laughs> and she's talking about Jose Cuervo. You are a friend of mine. All right, we are at the – oh, look at these plates. Pizza with taps. What do you think of that chicken fried chicken? Oh my God, it's awesome. I don't know whether to eat it or swim in it. <laughs> and how about you? How about you, Danielle? How about that pot roast? The pot roast is amazing, just like mom, my grandmother and mom used to make. You know what? I, I was talking about a friend of mine in the last hour that's going to be down in a little while. He says, you know what? The pot roast is as close to mom's as I've ever had, and I'm going to come on down and join you and have it. All right. Come on down, folks. We are at the Black Eyed Pea. <laughs> I think that I should get Steve Shaw back, but I think what I'm going to do, Steve, is I'm going to have Tom Tarver from TAPS talk a little bit about the TAPS organization in the next segment, and then I'll get back to you, Steve Shaw, and we'll talk about the Black Eyed Pea and maybe some other items that are available as well. But, folks, come on down. I'll be on the air with you till noon. Up until 1 o'clock, you can get the special dine-in or take-out. If you would like to phone in your order, 303-663-1105, 303-663-1105. We'd love to see you. Let's take a break. On the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, we're going to come back with Tom Tarver talking a little bit about the TAPS program and uh, why it's something that you may want to be involved in. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. It is an important weekend. 
It is the final weekend when you have an opportunity to support a wonderful, wonderful cause, TAPS, Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. These are the families that have been left behind when an active duty service member dies in the line of duty. They can be killed in action. They can be killed in a training accident. There can be some sort of illness that they develop in some of these multiple deployments that kills them. But these are the families left behind. And if you follow the show, we have done this for years, but it's been kind of a moving target over the last couple of years. We've changed the format a little bit, but I found what we would do before we tell you the format change and what we are doing this weekend, I thought we'd get Tom Tarver. Tom is with Griner Electric. They have supported TAPS for years, and he is the area coordinator. It's a volunteer position. He puts in a lot of hours. He does a lot of work. And when you go to one of their fundraising events at the boot barn with country music, or when you go to the wings over the Rockies and you have a ball for three hours, well, for 24 hours before that, he is one of the guys coordinating the volunteers to make sure everything gets set up. And he's also one of the guys coordinating all the volunteers to get everything taken down after we have enjoyed one of those events. Now, the events we're doing this weekend are a bit easier on him. They're also a bit easier on you. We're going to talk about it here in just a moment. Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Mike. Tom, how did you get involved with TAPS? How, you know, be, I know that you've got some uh, veterans in your family. I know that you are one of the host families for cadets at the Air Force Academy when they want to get a little home cooking and get off post. Um, but how did you get involved with TAPS? Well, Mike, I've been involved with TAPS and Greater Electric for over 20 years now. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, we were brought on board by Brigadier General Steve Ritchie, uh, who was contacted out of Washington, D.C., and at the time was my neighbor, and a lot of people may know he's the last fighter race in American history. And uh, Steve had approached us about helping a, a great charity uh, to take care of families of the fallen. And anybody with a patriotic calling, I think, uh, responds to that pretty quickly. And as we got to meet Bonnie and understand what TAPS does and how it supports the families, it was an all-go for us. It was a no-brainer, and, and we've been uh, involved for all these years and look forward to many more. All right, so you said get involved with Bonnie. Who's Bonnie? Oh, Bonnie Carroll. So Bonnie Carroll is the founder of TAPS, and, and I know you and I have talked a little bit about this, but Bonnie is an amazing story. Um, she had met her husband uh, through the mission to rescue the whales in Alaska back in the 80s, and uh, she met her husband up there, and they got married. It's quite a, quite a love story, and uh, unfortunately, uh, her husband died in a plane crash, and I know you and I have talked about that, and, and, uh, and Brigadier General Tom Carroll died in a plane crash, and Bonnie lost her husband. And as she was a member of the Air Force uh, at the time and a major, she realized that there's no exiting program or any way to support the families after somebody perishes line of duty to the country. So Bonnie took her death survivor benefit, which is an amazing story, and started this great charity. And so uh, Bonnie's foundation has grown all over the country, and and we're on every every state. There's uh, 
staff representatives on every base to be able to respond to people if they die in a training accident or in combat or a wide variety of different things that 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 could happen to a to a service member and uh, taps is here for them so uh, that's kind of the great story of bonnie carroll and and since 1994 she's been out here taking care of these families all right, so I have a question. I was thinking about this before uh, before I knew I was going to talk to you in this interview. How did I get involved? I've been involved for about ten years. Did you call me? Did I call you? How did that happen? <laughs> well, I think I seven ten and, and Salem, and, <laughs> yeah, and I think Salem and, and the Carl Springs Network and, and fourteen sixteen. Everybody, you guys have all been great, and I know we interact through Lynn and Bo Cottrell, and, and we've got to meet each other, and and. Uh, it was through, uh, I think, a couple of the songwriter shows that we put on that we that we uh, we've got to know each other, and and you being a, a great veteran and and somebody that cares deeply about this cause, it didn't take much for you to say, why don't we take a shot at raising some uh, some st- some toys for the kids over the uh, Christmas holidays? And I know you and I for many years did a very complicated matrix of bringing in a ton of toys into a restaurant and then try to get them loaded up in some trucks and over to Fort Carson for wrapping and then out to all the families. And uh, it was a labor of love and a lot of work. But uh, this this idea for you, Mike, to have the gift cards makes it easy for the families and for us. And, and it really lets these families feel direct impact, you know, from this gift card drive. I mean, it's just been amazing that what how we, you and I started back in the day and, and how we've been at it for over a decade now. You know what? It was funny because they said, well, why don't I just handle the toy drive? And I'll promote it in both Denver and Colorado Springs, and we'll gather toys. And so I'd plug it, plug it, plug it, talk about taps, talk to Tom, talk to Bonnie, get him on the air. You listeners would show up and be unbelievably generous. And you'd bring bicycles and Xboxes and Barbie dolls and footballs. And then I'd kind of go, okay. I'm done. You guys figure out how to get this stuff in a deuce and a half truck. You guys figure out how to get it over to Fort Carson. You guys figure out how to get it all wrapped and matched with a a child. And then you take it over to the Cheyenne Mountain Conference Center, which very graciously would put up a Christmas tree and let them have a party. But my part was really the easy part. And I used to kind of wonder, I thought, well, what happens if you get too many Barbie dolls? Does a boy get a Barbie doll or do you just have to go supplement it? Do you have to go buy a toy? What do you have to do? And so but, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, I had already washed my hands of it, so I said, I'll let Tom and Taps and all of those smart people figure it out. And then in 2020, um, Tom, refresh my memory on this, but you got a call. I, I ask you to refresh my memory, and then I tell the story. Mm-hmm. You got a call from National saying, I guess we're not going to be able to do toy drives this year. Is that what happened? Yeah, that's that's true, and just because of the COVID issue. And, and I, I, I knew how you were, Mike, and you said, well, we're not stopping. We're going to continue on. And uh, you came up with a great idea to I can to I can be a little contrary. <laughs> I can be a little contrary sometimes, Tom. Um, <laughs> but no, Mike, so, that was a, and that was a great. It was a great stance by you, and and uh, and uh, you know it's been terrific because it helps us with the ease of of being able to help these families with a little more direct and personalized, so they can get exactly what they want or what they need. And uh, so that all happened out of the COVID thing, Mike. And I know there was a lot of problems with interacting with people and stuff. And and uh, it certainly got us on a new path in a great direction. 
so in 2020, um, I told Tom, you know what, we're going to do gift cards. Tom kind of looked at me and I, he said, well, let me call, let me call TAPS. And he called and I'm sure that they probably just said, well, we're not sure how this is going to work, but since Boyle and Tarver seem to do what they want anyway out there in Colorado, uh, <laughs> let's, let's just see how it goes. Well, listeners, you responded unbelievably. And I still assume my role of just saying, Tom, here's all these cards. You go figure it out. But like Tom said, now if a boy, a girl, gets a $25 Amazon, $25 Walmart, $25 Target, they may need a piece of clothing. They may need school supplies. They may already have all the toys they want, but they might want a game so they can get what they want. And we thought that this made a lot of sense. And then last year, after the success of the first year, and by the way, we're talking with Tom Tarver with TAPS, and this weekend is the last weekend that we can gather the gift cards because we're going to have to get these in packets. We're going to get them out to over 200 people that need them in the Colorado TAPS program. But so last year I said, well, this is the restaurant show, and I'll bet you a lot of restaurants would like to be involved. So yes. I started calling Steve Shaw at Black Eyed Pea. I started calling the View House. I started calling Pizza Hut. I started calling a whole bunch of different restaurants, and they said, yeah, we'll give you anything you want. So last year, we gave every kid a gift card, maybe two in some cases, and then we would give the remaining parent a card to take them out for breakfast, lunch, dinner. And I've never had, I was at Jersey Mike's this week. I called Jason Brown, gave me dozens and dozens of sandwich cards for Jersey Mike's. Who doesn't like Jersey Mike's? Everybody likes Jersey Mike's. And so uh, it might be a sit-down restaurant. It might be just a casual meal. It might be Chick-fil-A gave me over one hundred be our guest cards folks there's value in that and so anyway that's what we did last year this year i said well let's do the gift cards and the restaurants but instead of doing it on one day like we've done in the past where you have to mark your calendar plan to come to a restaurant on that day and hand me a gift card sure you can call sure you can email me sure we can figure out how to get it somehow but I said, why don't we do this? We don't do a lot of charities here at the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. We do the baseball equipment in the Dominican. We do the baseball equipment in Mexico. When we do something, we want to do it well. So I'm going to go ahead and take a break. We're with Tom Tarver at Taps. And when we come back, we're going to tell you how we have done it this year. And it seems to be working out just fine. We'll be right back. All right, we're back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. It is 1139. I want to thank Bob and Barb for stopping by and bringing a couple other folks. Enjoying $10 chicken fried chicken, $10 pot roast at the Black Eyed Pea in Castle Rock. Come on by. I know the Broncos are playing. Don't worry about it. You can listen to it on the way down if you don't want to listen to the radio restaurant show. And the Broncos are up three to nothing at the beginning of the fourth period. 
<coughs> I beg your pardon, second period. They're still in the first half, but they are up three zip. I want to talk with Steve Shaw here uh, of <coughs> the Black Black IP. Steve, you've been holding out on me. These ladies over here ordered, in addition to their wonderful $10 meals, they ordered deep-fried mushrooms. And they invited me to dip one in the ranch dressing that it's served with. And like I said, I'm a little ticked off at you. I didn't know about those. And people say, well, don't you try everything on the menu? What the hell? They probably have 75 items on the menu here. I don't try everything. But you've been holding on to me. Those are really good. They're amazing, Mike. That is one of our most popular appetizers, and it's a plate full. Hand-breaded. They're not frozen. We take fresh mushrooms, hand-bread them just like our chicken fried steak, chicken fried chicken, and they are um, absolutely amazing. My wife does not like mushrooms, and she loves our deep-fried mushrooms <laughs> in the jalapeno ranch, though. One other thing, as I was going over to the little boy's room, I noticed it looked like a lady was having... Um, beer cheese soup. No, it's potato cheese soup. Okay. And we thicken it with mashed potatoes. Ah, it yeah. looks really good. Do you even have jalapenos here? Oh, yeah. Because I like, think of maybe when I get out there at noon, they would be willing to dice some jalapenos and uh, let me have that uh, beer potato soup. Absolutely. And we sell a lot of jalapenos, actually. That your jalapeno gravy, that's not made from a package. That's fresh jalapenos, fresh cilantro. Uh, on our Caliente burger, has sliced grilled jalapenos and a whole roasted jalapeno that comes with it. All right, so what's another one or two or three black-eyed pea secrets? Because we all, I was talking with Scott and Darlene, and they gave a couple restaurants that they go to. You get in a habit, you get in a rut. The whole premise of the Mike Boyle restaurant show is to get you out of your rut. Get you in, if it's a price incentive, if it's a place you haven't been, an author you've thought about reading, we try to get people out of their ruts. I am guilty as charged. You were telling me about a friend of yours that is on a diet, and they haven't been in for a while. And you say, well, we've got a Cobb salad. And let me tell you something, Steve. You've got as good a Cobb salad as there is out there. I mean that. It is really, really good. It's one of my go-tos. But they say, well, every time we come in, we get the chicken fried chicken. So what's another one or two or three secrets that somebody might like to know about. We talked about the deep fried mushrooms. We've talked about the beer potato soup with some jalapenos diced in it, if you want it a la Mike Boyle. But uh, what's another one or two items that people may not know about or think about? Well, because of we're known for our chicken fried steak, our grilled salmon, Mike, is Norwegian salmon. There is no better salmon on this earth. And we sell that here. We sell a ton of it. On the senior menu, we sell a ton of it. You can get a Cajun herbs seasoning, or you can do a lemon, uh, pepper. It's just unbelievable. Melts in your mouth, cooked perfectly, because we have it down to a science, cooking this salmon. We don't overcook it. We don't undercook it. It's cooked perfectly. I know uh, Stephen Tubbs, who does the afternoon show Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock until 7 o'clock on our Denver station. That's his go-to. What about the mahi? Mahi Mahi is no longer on the menu, Mike. Oh, I remember. 
best. And was it just, and, you know, folks, this is the way it works. If something is well-received, if something sells, great. But sometimes, especially with a clientele at the Black IP, which has been around for a long time, restaurants, you've been around for 38, 40 years, people get into what they want. Sometimes it's a little tough to move them off. It is tough, and we were given specials on it. Just try it, and people would love it, but they, they, there's that to go. And you also have to be very careful that you don't, since you have a salmon that you do so well with and you're so proud of, you don't want to cannibalize that. And that's exactly what was happening. And the price of mahi-mahi just went through the roof, and we were not selling enough of it to justify keeping it on the menu. So that was one of those tough choices. But again, I'll find something else that I really like or someone else. Really like that impossible burger. Well, we're, <laughs> it's coming. It's not an impossible burger. <laughs> it's a black bean. And it's a spicy. I, I, I believe that that's a trademark name probably with uh, with uh, Burger King. But anyway, you, you are going to do a non-beef burger usage you've been looking at. Yeah, it has grilled veggies and black, mostly black beans, and it's it's flavored. You know all black IP food is flavored. This is fully flavored. And uh, my son's wife is a vegetarian, and she absolutely loved these. I, she's my test subject on these, and she absolutely loved them. You know, a good friend of mine is an attorney, and he's married to a strict, strict, strict vegetarian. And he's on a seafood diet. He sees food he eats it. <laughs> and he says, taken around, he loves her to death, and they've got a lot of years in, but he said, it can be a challenge. Oh, definitely. Uh, and Chris, that's my oldest son, he, and they're going to come over for Christmas. He goes, Dad, I know you've got to have veggies for my wife, <laughs> but what are we having for our entree? And I said, prime rib. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna let the perfect be the enemy of the good here, right? That's correct. Yeah, we're in, we're gonna enjoy ourselves. What are you doing for Christmas? Uh, staying home, having everybody over. Uh, we're closed at the Black Eyed Pea on Christmas Day, and we close at four o'clock on Christmas Eve. What about pre-orders? Is it a? I know that when I was here on Thanksgiving, the restaurant was rocking and rolling. I know it's your busiest day of the year, but I also know that it was crazy for takeout. I mean, this whole bar where we're standing was loaded. The back bar was loaded with takeout orders. What do you do? Um, what do you do for Thanksgiving? Do you do a lot of takeout? I mean, do you get people calling and asking you to? For Christmas Eve, you mean? Uh, yeah, oh, wow. absolutely. Yeah, we, we do a lot of takeout prior to then. We'll be cranking it from 12 to 4 on a lot, a lot of family meals being taken home. Do you do some traditional meals like the turkey, the ham, and stuff like that? Or do people just, you know, maybe maybe they're just uh, empty nesters and they say, now we're going to have pot roast. Uh, how does that work? They can order anything off the menu. What's nice about the Thanksgiving menu, we only have those four entrees, which is super simple. Yeah. Uh, but And I tried doing a Christmas menu last year. We sold a few. They still wanted their chicken fried steak to take home. They still wanted their pot roast. They still wanted everything else that they typically want. They just wanted to be able to have it so they didn't have to fix it Christmas Day or whatever. All right, so closing at 4 o'clock on Christmas Eve, closed on Christmas Day. And then what about New Year's Eve, New Year's Day? Are those big days for you? New Year's Day is probably our fourth busiest day of the year. 
Really? Peas are good luck. <laughs> and who else does black eyed peas better than black eyed pea restaurant? Absolutely. All right. So his name is Steve Shaw. My name is Mike Boyle. We are at Bye Rosie. Bye ladies. Thank you so much. Glad you're doing well. We are. Okay. We'll see you at the book club. I'll be there, honey. Okay. I, I wouldn't miss it. You know what? Right. I love it because, you know, we got 15, 16, 17 people. And by the way, folks, we got room for you. It's on my website at mikeboyle.com. But you know what? It's not very often that I go somewhere and I am the most desirable guy in the room. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm the only guy there. That's right. That's right. That's amazing. But we love having you there with us. You know what? But it's fun. It's like the restaurant show. A lot of book clubs will decide on a book. And everybody will read it, Amazon, library, whatever, however you get it. And then they sit and they talk about it. We'll have an author. We'll have a book that everybody is going to review. And then one of the things that's really fun is that our get-togethers just drift off to anything. For example, in January, I want to hear, I'm going to take a road trip in February, and I want to hear about that road trip that you guys did on Route 66. That's one of the fun things about the book club get-togethers is it's like the restaurant show where we talk about restaurants, travel, movies, books, or whatever we feel like talking about. That's right. And we will be happy to share all our wonderful experiences with you. All right, good. Thanks, ladies. Appreciate it. Sarah, we're so glad you're doing well. God bless. Okay, honey. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, what we're going to do here is we're going to take a break from the Black IP. You've got until 1 o'clock to come on down. I want to thank Mike and Kathleen. Mike brought me. Mike is a cyclist, and he gets out there and rides a lot, and so is Kathleen. Kathleen's going, wait a minute. I am, too. Okay. And so, oh, that's right. I remember that. You've uh, yeah, we, you and I have scars to prove it, don't we? But anyway, he brought me, uh, brought me a piece of equipment. He showed me that uh, it's going to help me on my cycling. So as I continue to enjoy that, let's do this. Let's take a break. And when we come back, <clears throat> pardon me, let's remind you, let's tell you one more time a little bit about the TAPS organization. If you'd like to come down here today and take advantage of the $10 chicken fried chicken, chicken fried chicken or pot roast, you're welcome to do that. But if you're looking for an organization that truly, truly, truly does a wonderful job, we're going to tell you about it when we come back on The Restaurant Show. All right, folks, it's not a perfect day for the end of May, but it is a beautiful day for early December 2022. Scott, before you leave, before you and Darlene leave, I would like you, you just said something to me. We're at the Black Eyed Pea in Castle Rock broadcasting the restaurant show. We've only got a couple minutes, but you said something so nice. You drove up from Monument, and you said that one of the things that the show does is it gets you thinking about other places, going other places, trying places, maybe getting out of a rut a little bit. That's correct. We, we, because of your show, we go to places that we haven't even thought about or haven't gone to for four or five years. And it really is nice to get out and do something different. And mix up your life mix a little bit. Life. 
Well, Scott, God bless you. And Darlene, thank you so Merry much for coming. Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's one of the things on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, we say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. God bless you, man. All right. All right. So nice to Scott and Darlene to come on by. Let me talk to, let me talk to Petra and Danielle. Both of them are TAPS surviving family members. Did I get that right, Danielle? Yes, you did. Sometimes I throw in so many adjectives, I get myself confused. Thank you so much. First of all, how was your lunch? You had the pot roast. What do you think of those deep fried mushrooms? Okay, totally worth the drive, totally worth the time, and amazing. I would like you. I would like you to tell folks a little bit about the TAPS organization, if you would briefly. Perfect. So the TAPS organization stands for Tragedy Assistant Program for Survivors, and it's for all military surviving family members. So whether you're a great aunt, great uncle, great niece, niece, nephew, aunt, um, mom, dad, sibling, everybody is welcome. As long as your service, as long as the death was a service member, and it doesn't matter what era, Vietnam, Korea, World War II, OEI, OEF, even to active duty right now, um, and everybody in between, we welcome everybody to help you find your way and understand, share the story, um, find support with the, and solace in the pain, and let us just love on you. Well, and a lot of people probably, you know, if somebody is retired from the military, uh, they have retirement benefits, but they're still leaving a spouse behind. And the active duty service people, that's an entirely different deal because what happens is is that those people are, uh, they need to move off base. They need to have a lot of their privileges changed and so forth. So when you have an organization like TAPS, it really fills that void, uh, Daniel. Yes, it does. They will, they're available 24 hours, seven days a week through the 800 number, and they will walk you through everything. I have an amazing friend who has an amazing story about calling about a home loan and refinance at 11 p.m. And somebody at TAPS answered the call, helped her through that paperwork, and got it done. So truly, everything from financial support to paperwork to understanding the emotional toll of grief and what that looks like, helping with the kids and kids through the grief process and if you're a surviving spouse trying to get kids through it if you're a parent who lost a service member and trying to understand what that looks like taps does a great job of pairing up similar survivors so myself i'm a surviving spouse of um, a service member who had a long-term illness they paired me with a mentor and some and a group that deals with long-term care um, loss and then what that looks like and then because my husband's heart attack was so sudden and totally unexpected i also fit in another group with sudden you know, sudden death. So that works. And then there's also support for um, siblings and for people like that. So all of that. All right. You can go to taps.org. You can look them up. Petra is with us today as well. She came out yesterday to Louie's. Uh, she enjoyed pizza yesterday. She enjoyed chicken fried chicken. How was that chicken fried chicken? It was amazing. I'll make the drive up here just to get that. Absolutely. And folks, I want to let you know that we're out of time for the show, but I also want to let you know that 82 families, 232 people are going to be taken care of because of your generosity, your gift cards, the cash you gave me to go get gift cards. It will be distributed on Tuesday the 13th at Louis Pizza on Tut in Colorado Springs. But it would not happen without you, the listeners to this show. All right, folks, I still have about one more minute. I want to thank Steve Shaw. Steve Shaw, I know 
I have an idea of how often you get calls and requests for support for various charities. But I can't thank you enough with all the calls you get for getting involved and helping us with TAPS. Mike, thank you for including me. I mean, I always feel happy when you do that. (laughs) Yeah, because, and you know what? He's happy even though he knows that I'm going to wind up costing him money. (laughs) But you're doing it from the heart, Steve, and God bless you for doing it. And thank you, Justin, Amy, and all the rest of your crew that you brought in today, Justin. Alex, thanks for getting up from your nap and coming on down to help us out today. He's the director of operations. Folks, God but Michael, thank you for coming in. Folks, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping with this TAPS gift card drive. You've got till 1 o'clock to come on down to the Black Eyed Pea in Castle Rock and enjoy $10 chicken fried chicken, $10 pot roast dine-in or takeout. Their phone number is 303-663-1105. Upcoming information or upcoming events, information on upcoming events is all on my website. Check it out at mikeboyle.com. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. This is The Restaurant Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.